Hi, we're Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide. Get unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for $25 a month. Taxes and fees included. Sorry, hidden fees. We're just not into you. Switch today at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. Welcome, Philly, to your favorite sports show. Hosted by Jesse Town and Sam Wilson. They're smart. They're sexy, and they're all Philly. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome into episode number 30 of Babes on Broad. I am Sam Wilson with my co-host, Jesse Town, and we are the Babes on Broad, brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. And how ironic is it that it is our episode 30 monumental, semi-monumental episode on draft day so well draft day number two but this episode will be taking you through the first round of what went down in the nfl draft and the the bad and then the disappointing i would say yeah yep. so the eagles they yeah. take number 21 they stay with their number 21 overall pick and they go with Jalen rager out of tcu a 511 wide receiver 206 pounds, clocked in officially in the combine at 4.47. And he also, there's things, his unofficial time is 4.2. So he he does a lot of the um the scouts and everything I've been reading. He has good stats. He's not a bad player by no. any stretch. Let's put that out there before. Yeah, we right away. He, I don't think he's a bad player. Neither does Sam. We do not think he's a bad player. We think he will absolutely be possibly be an asset to the Eagles. Like we think he, he could fit in. We think he could be good. We are not upset that he is an Eagle by any stretch of the imagination. Understand that, you know, a minute into the show, we are not upset that Jalen Rager is an Eagle. Yes. The thing we are upset about is that Jalen Rager was chosen over Justin Jefferson, the already well-known one of the best receivers in the draft from LSU. And what makes it worse is the CD Lamb to Dallas thing. Yeah, or... take me through your draft, your draft experience, Jess. Take me through it. I had faith that Howie was going to trade up. I did. And I know that he tried. I know that he worked very hard to try to get up there ahead of Dallas. I know he did. You know, I, I have that faith in Howie that he worked to get up there. It just didn't work out. The, the one rumor that was out there was that the Eagles were going to try to trade up, but the only thing was they were waiting until the Cardinals picked because apparently Kyler Murray had told the Cardinals front office that, that he wanted them to draft his former Oklahoma teammate, C.D. Lamb. Okay? Which, you know, if there was some truth to that, maybe if that was what... So, waiting to see if they did that. Now, when they drafted uh, C.J. Henderson, I almost fell over because Roger Goodell's like, see? And I'm like, uh but it didn't happen. So then I was like, all right, Howie, like now's your chance. Get me from nine to 13. The 49ers were open to trading the the 13th pick. You know, you have had good experiences working with the Jags in the past. Obviously, Andrew Berry is now with the Browns. You could possibly, you know, get there. Um, Joe Douglas with the Jets, you could possibly get there. You know, there were a lot of options there for them and even trying to see what you could work with with Atlanta to hop in front of Dallas. Obviously, that didn't work. And as soon as that didn't work, I knew for a fact that the Cowboys were going to take C.D. Lamb because 
it's it's the Dallas Goddard thing, right? It's totally revenge for the Dallas Goddard thing. I, I don't doubt it at all. That's why you saw Jerry sitting there laughing to himself. They absolutely do not need C.D. Lamb with Amari Cooper making 100 mil and Michael Gallup. Like, they didn't need him mm-hmm. by any stretch. But that was absolutely a giant middle finger to the Philadelphia Eagles. And you know what? I don't do this often, but I commend Jerry Jones for that. Well played. I would have done the same thing. I would have hurts too. me. Well played. You know, so then I was screaming at my TV. We woke the puppy up. She was upset with all the yelling. And I, I mean, I couldn't believe it. It just sucked. And then I was like, you know what? Fine. Like, let's hope Justin Jefferson makes it to 21. Let's go. You know, like, let's get this LSU receiver who's, you know, four touchdowns in the first half of uh, the game against Oklahoma. Let's, let's do it, you know? And then we get there. And uh, I got a tip before they made the pick that that was going to be their pick. And I said out loud to Joe, I hate their decision. And he said, don't tell me. And I said, I won't, but you're going to hate it too. At that point, actually, I had been screaming about not wanting a linebacker or anything other than a receiver. But knowing that, I would have been happier, actually, with a a linebacker. Wait, did you say you would be happier with a linebacker than over Rager? Yes. At 21, yeah. If they weren't going to draft Justin Jefferson, I would have been satisfied with a linebacker there and taking Rager later because I think he would have been there later. It's really just taking him at 21 is my problem. I don't have a problem with him being an Eagle. We talked about that. Over Justin yeah. Jefferson, I'm upset about. I'm upset about them taking him over a guy who led college football in receptions, was second in yards with over 1,500, and was third in touchdowns with 18. Yeah. I'm I know, upset no, I- about that. Yeah, I'm very upset. I agree with that. I would much rather want Jefferson. I would 100% flip out way more, though, if they took Kenneth Murray over Jalen Rager, I think, because I just, you need somebody. At least. You needed a receiver. Yeah, like at least this one, like he's more of the risk and he's not the clear choice. But um, I tweeted out last night and I was like, this is 100% what it is. Howie is the overthinker of the century. For sure. Like, literally, and if you look at all this stuff with Jalen Rager, like, what we said, like, how his, he was clocked at 4.47, which is slower than Jefferson officially, but he had this at this, like, pro day and this and this, like, you really have to look in to see how good this guy is, and his highlight tape is incredible, but it's also. Oh, for sure. So, so here's what I'll say. He's good. Quarterback play is a huge part of this. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest thing, and that's the biggest question mark is, you know, obviously you see what comes out of playing with a guy like Joe Burrow and what comes out of playing with whoever the hell is the quarterback for TCU. But, but that's my point. So, like, you're going to go with Jalen Rager. You have to look up these stats and look deep into to see if he's a fit for your team, and you have to kind of risk because, like, he played at TCU. He's not playing Bama and LSU and Ohio State all the time. You know what I mean? So right. he played at TCU. He's playing the lower level guys or lower level D1 guys, kind of. Yeah. The non-dominant programs. He's got bad quarterbacks. So, like, yeah, that's not his fault. But, like, there's so much questions and factors there, like varying variable factors. And then you have Justin Jefferson, who did have Burroughs who's a great quarterback, which he'd be coming here and getting Carson Wentz, who's a great quarterback. And then he also played that other top talent. Like, he's played CeeDee Lamb at Oklahoma. He's played Ohio State against Chase Young. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he just had – he's played yeah. against all these people. He's the obvious answer. And 
that they had a really hard schedule too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's how he Roseman being the overthinker. Like he is your plain option choice. You need a receiver. Take the best one right there. And that's what bothers me about so many people are in my DMs and they're like, oh, like he wouldn't fit right now, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, I get what you're saying, but do you exactly what we just said? Like, you need somebody that's proven. Like, why are you taking the guy that's not proven and you're hoping that like he plays up to an NFL starter right away position instead of Jefferson, who has proven he can catch, has proven that like, I don't, I just don't understand it. And I think that Jefferson overall, like his talent level, you'd be able to fit him in because you'd be able to catch, he'd be able to get down the field, not as fast as Rager, but for me, it was, you know, it's just my opinion and, you know, your opinion as well, that I would have preferred Justin Jefferson at 21. So for me, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and claim to be some draft guru like that. I oh I'm no, not, no, no, okay? no, I don't. I don't watch all the like the ridiculous amount of film that some of these guys do. And someone who really does is Chris Malley from Fourth and John. And I asked him a lot of questions about this because he's someone who I, you know, I've communicated with in the past, and and I really trust his opinion and I trust his ability to kind of look at these guys and see what's going on. And for me. So I asked him a little bit, and he referenced me to an article he wrote a couple months ago about David Robinson, who's supposed to be this wide receiver, you know, guru coach, this this you know wide receiver training god, who's trained guys like Emmanuel Sanders, Julio Jones, like trained some of these caliber players. Um, and they focus on all the different fundamentals and and really getting them NFL ready and continuing to help them stay, you know, at the top of their game once they're in the NFL. So when Chris asked him, you know, who two of his favorite rookie prospects he trains right now are, the two he named were Jerry Judy and Jalen Rager. And when asked about Rager, he said, I love the speed of Rager and how tough he is to bring down after the catch, which is something the Eagles don't have and need. Um, You know, very polished route runner and has the speed to take the top off the defense. Great. I love his speed. I love the fact that he has the speed. I love also his confidence. I don't know if you saw his interview today. He said, I do. I was going to say that in the locker room. Because that's one thing. Some of his comparisons, real quick, are Deshaun. But then also it's another great. one is Aguilar, which a lot of people were nervous that's about. So but but the big thing with Aguilar is like, yeah, he had drops, but it was all because of his mental ability because he wasn't confident. And I feel like Rager kind of put that out the window right away when he came out with that interview, as confident as he was, saying he was a 5'11 receiver playing like he was 6'4". You know, so, like, I, I did like that, and that gave me more comfort, too. The thing that causes me the most pause is is drops, and that's what I'm scared of the most because we've had such a big problem with that in the past, and I'm totally okay with attributing that to quarterback play. I'm fine with that. But it just, it, it still just makes me the most nervous. And I have so many people in my mentions and in my DMs saying, oh, well, we need speed and he gives you speed. And it's like, that's great. But if you can run fast and not catch a ball, what the hell do you provide me? Nothing. Yeah. You give me nothing. And so many people are like, oh, well, look at Torrey Smith in, in the Super Bowl year. He had so many drops, but the speed is what really helped that offense thrive. Okay. But no, like that's not an adequate comparison if no one trusts you to catch a ball i.e the eagles of last year it it doesn't matter so i again you know i asked chris should i be concerned about his drops is he a project or is he nfl ready and he said jalen changes the offense he scores from anywhere and his personality fits here his quarterback would throw it at his feet and he would get a hand on it so it's considered a drop Justin Jefferson only had one less drop than he did. Jalen should start week one. That all sounds good. I 
still, you know, I'm not sure about taking him at 21. That's that wouldn't have been my preferred choice. I'm also not an NFL GM. We'll see. But I'm I'm honestly at this point, I'm really just tired of the well, we'll see. I hope it works out. Ah, I hope so. Instead of being like, that's a guy that can make a difference in the NFL. And honestly, I feel like part of the reason that we are so apprehensive and wondering if this whole thing's going to work out is because it's kind of feels like last year. Exactly. Like yeah. choosing JJ Ortega Whiteside, the one that you had to kind of convince people was the right choice over the obvious DK Metcalf. When DK was and right I there. Think there's a lot of PTSD going on here for sure. with Eagles fans, and I don't blame them because that's that's what I'm thinking it, completely. And the, and the problem is, you know, you talk about this guy who, you know, when utilized in some of these interesting, cool ways, can can really, you know, take a top off of defense, can can use his speed, things where you put in with, you know, a, a, a jet sweep or different kinds of motions that because he's so quick, you know, think about some of the ways they utilize Aguilar because of his speed. Some of those, I mean, I'll never forget when they when they had that motion um, and and they handed the ball off to Aguilar against the Falcons in the playoffs in, in 2017, the year they won the Super Bowl. That was a phenomenal play call. And when they utilized Aguilar mm-hmm. in that way, because he had that ability to turn on those burners and go, those are some of the ways that I would love to see somebody like Jalen Rager use. However, we can obviously see that they there have been t- they haven't always used wide receivers in the best way, and part of that, you know, it goes back to the fact that they've had you know this is their fifth wide receiver coach in five years. They have not been successful drafting and developing wide receivers historically, and that goes back to Macklin. And you know, obviously, it was Chip Kelly's fault that he's not didn't finish out his career here and wasn't here longer. But he's the last one they were able to develop and do well yeah you know and then you look at some of their later round guys the Shelton Gibsons and the Mac Hollins and you know it really makes me hesitate just to trust in the you know he'll be perfect in this offense this was our guy this is the guy we wanted blah 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 great I'm not going to sit here and people are like oh I can't wait to say I told you so and it's like what do you get out of saying I told you so to my opinion that I wanted someone different and honestly, I hope they tell us so. I want my team to be good, and I want it to be the best decision for my team. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I hope you're the one saying I told you so, and it's not us, because that means we're tanking, and it didn't work. I don't even – I also don't understand how that's really an I told you so moment, because in my opinion, I would have preferred someone else at that at that spot. Yeah. Like I, and, and, again, let's just reiterate this one more time. I'm not upset that Jalen Rager is an eagle. Can't wait to see what he does. Very excited. My choice – at 21, my preferred choice was Justin Jefferson. And I'm not going to apologize to that. I'm Do not. you think that it would have been an option? I know Howie came out and said the reason they jumped on Rager was because they had sources tell him that he wasn't going to be there or make it to the second round, whatever. So what is your opinion? Do you think they could have gotten – because we had Sal Powell on our morning show today, and he said all the scouting reports he's seen – Rager was a second or a third round like kind of guy. He was the 10th ranked best guy. And Jefferson was the fifth ranked best one receiver, obviously. So do you think that it would have been possible for the Eagles to get Jefferson at 21? And then at 53 for the second round, Rager would have still possibly been there? Like, do you think it was a possibility they could have gotten both if they played their cards right? So so here's here's my opinion on that. I think that regardless 
Jalen Rager would have gone earlier than people expected. I, I think there's, you know, that chance that maybe the Vikings would have taken him next. Taken That's next. true, because one of his other's comparisons is Stephon Diggs. Right. And and for me, so, I, you know, Jerry Judy was lauded as, as the number one receiver in the draft. He was not the first one to go. Henry Ruggs was the first one to go, and it was because speed was prioritized. And I think that that may have been a theme for, you know, how, how, how the GMs were actually looking at receivers in this draft, which, you know, could attribute to why Jalen Rager is an Eagle and not Justin Jefferson. And again, I'm fine with that. So I don't know if he still would have been there. They still could have gotten another guy like a Denzel Mims or somebody in the second round at 53, also after taking Justin Jefferson. Now, I will tell you that if they would have taken Justin Jefferson, I would not have preferred them to double dip right away with receivers and taking another one at 53. That would not have been my preference. Right now, I'd be okay for them to double dip and take another receiver at 53. Um, and then, you know, I would prefer them to take a safety or something in the in the third round. But if if they would have taken Justin Jefferson, if they would have take if they would have taken another receiver and not taken a safety or linebacker with 53. I, I would have been annoyed with with that choice, if that makes sense. So yeah. I don't think he would have necessarily been there at fifty three. I think they might have been able to trade up a little bit in the second round to get him there if they would have, if that was their their preference. But I don't think he would have been there at fifty three. Let me put it out there. But I think somebody comparable speed wise would have. Hi, we're Visible. We're the wireless company with nothing to hide. Seriously, hidden fees? We don't have them. Annual contracts? Not our thing. Great wireless on just one line? Now that's more like it. Get unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month. Taxes and fees included. That's right, $25 a month every month. Sorry, hidden fees. We're just not that into you. Sometimes the choice is just Visible. Switch today at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. I'm going to take it back to the C.D. Lamb. We talked about how he got drafted number 17 by the Cowboys, and it was kind of spiteful. So all morning I've been tweeting how I've been pissed because I've been seeing that like he was six on their option list, blah, blah, blah. And like it just made it seem like it was spiteful, which we don't blame him. We would do the same thing. We already said that. I did see some optimism from our own Bleeding Green Nation Twitter, and it was that poll. And I think you actually commented on it, so I think you saw it too. It had, would you rather have Darius Slay and Rager, or would you rather have what the Cowboys options, Byron Jones or CeeDee Lamb? And that kind of made me feel a little bit better. I mean, I want CeeDee Lamb. I did still choose CeeDee Lamb because I want him so bad. Yeah, but, I want CeeDee Lamb. But when you think about the combination, we did get Darius Slay. For sure. And someone responded to the poll, and that was really the positivity that I needed. Someone said, Key takeaway from this poll is that the Eagles actually managed to get both a CB1 and a super talented wide receiver. Dallas has a super talented wide receiver, but still suck at cornerback. That's the positivity I needed. I love that, the positive yeah. energy. I do. And that's what they kind of did. They kind of, in a way, yeah, we already talked about it. They didn't need a wide receiver. They have a stacked 100%. receiving core already. Yeah. So, yeah, you got One better on that part. $300 million. Yeah. But, yeah, you got better on that part. And it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Dak because when you have that receiver, how good do you have to think your quarterback is? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. So they kind of were just spiteful, and I feel like it will or could end up biting them in the butt because they just added more to their offense instead of 
regaining Prioritizing. their yeah their secondary and the eagles are kind of balancing it yeah they didn't get the top guy that we wanted but he's still a good guy he's going to help the team yes. obviously yes. 100%. I think he can contribute. I think he can be an asset to the team if they mm-hmm. utilize him properly. You know, uh, one of the things that they that was was mentioned about him was his recall was great in terms of plays and things like that, which, you know, there's there was the infamous problem a couple of years ago when it was like, you know, six or seven games in and Dallas Goddard still didn't know the playbook. So love to not have that problem. That's obviously ideal. Um, He's probably yeah, going to have yeah. more than enough time to go over the playbook right now. Yeah, lots of time at home to be able to go over the playbook. Uh, you know, I obviously now this would be anybody they drafted is obviously the the chemistry with Carson Wentz and the rest mm-hmm. of the offense um, is going to be a question across the board, um, no matter who it was, just because of the current situation that we're in. I- I'm excited to see what he brings. I'm not as angry about it as I was last night. I just I agree. He was not who I wanted at that point in time, and he's not who I think they should have drafted at 21. I don't like the fact that it's a, oh, well, let's wait and see. He could be great. He could be better than Jefferson when, you know, Jefferson's still probably going to be a pretty good player. I don't like the uncertainty about it. You and I have talked about, you know, the core four, Ohio State, Alabama, LSU, Clemson. Take someone from those four schools. I know. It's so simple. And they could have and did it. I think that's what gets me is you could have had that. The simple thing. And you're right. Like, I am, I was way more mad last night. And it also was because the Cowboys already screwed us over. So that kind of ran into it. And then it was seemed like the obvious choice, Justin Jefferson right there. And they didn't do that. So it was kind of like build up. One thing on uh, CD Lamb. Did you see that video going viral of him snatching the phone from his girlfriend? Listen, girlfriend needs to learn. That is what you do like a ninja. You have to execute that operation with the stealth of a ninja. No. Not on national I television. do not agree with that. I am so, I have the right to look. If you're going to take your phone, <laughs> something's up. And she tried, she tried, poor girl, I felt so oh, bad. God. Poor girl just felt, like, looked at, like, oh, like, there's cameras. But, like, if that was Dion and he snatched his phone right back, I would literally throw a bow. I would grab the phone. I'd be like, what in the heck do you not want to say? But, I honestly, so going back to that, if that's how he is, I know obviously what, what he is on the field is so much more, but if he has that kind of attitude and he's going to be a playboy and he's going to be a playboy and think he's like some hot stuff out there, I, maybe we dodged a bullet and maybe we sabotage the Cowboys locker room even more. And I don't know what that said. ends up being. That's what Joe said. Joe's like, I don't want that kind of toxicity here. Thank you. And yes, like, but that's, that's what I'm so saying. Funny. So maybe... In the whole grand scheme of things, how mad we were at the spiteful Cowboys, maybe that comes back and bites them in the butt and they have another drama king in the locker room that starts Did getting on everybody's see? nerves. She tweeted that the that someone from the Cowboys organization was FaceTiming him on that phone, so she tried to answer it for him and like be a good, be like a help. I don't know how true that is, but uh, that's... He also probably has was. like... He probably also has like the top agents in the world right now giving him the best PR advice ever. Like, um, oh, for sure. But all, all, yeah. So that, and even if that's true, even if that's true, you have manners with your girl and a lady. You do not snatch the phone, especially when there's cameras everywhere. You're just like, no, no, no. Like, you know, um, but also, uh, 
what if what if this was just how we play in chess and Jerry's playing checkers? And, you know, all the reports came out that C.D. Lamb's the apple of his eye. He's so wonderful. He's the guy trading up for C.D. Lamb. And in reality, they knew that there might. There, what if there are some little toxic character issues there? What if? And how he's smarter than all of us and knew and played Jerry from getting somebody that would actually help him. I mean, it'd be cool. I don't think that's Howie at all, but I do no. think there is an, I can an option. I do think that it might be an option that the Cowboys messed up, the, not messed up, but might have a toxic guy that they got in on without knowing it. For sure, they just didn't address a need, and that's, yeah. you know, I, I I get the spiteful thing from your, you know, $250 million yacht. I totally support it, but, like... I just hope it comes back to bite him in the butt. Yeah. It'd be funny. So, so going into the last round, or the next two rounds of the draft tonight, two and three, who, what, what would you prefer? Do, is there a, are there two players um, you want, or are there I honestly, I have no, yeah, I have no clue names who I would take because to me it's just so pointless because you really have no idea who is going to take anybody in front of you. But I would say now I would take a wide receiver and then a linebacker. So I, I personally, for me, I would like another receiver and a safety. Yeah, I don't. I haven't looked at like depth charts that into it. So I mean, if a safety is the better option, the stronger player that far in, then okay. But I would prefer a linebacker. So so wide receiver, another wide receiver, and whoever is higher up on who, who the best player available at safety. Or yeah, whatever, that would make more sense. I hope it's a linebacker. But yeah, yes. I mean that would make more sense. So I wouldn't oh, be mad. They, need one. they literally don't have any on their roster. They, yeah. they absolutely need one. I don't disagree with you. I, you know, didn't really want I wanted a wide receiver in the first round. I wanted a premier wide receiver in the first round. I, I think I want them to draft a linebacker. I want them to utilize a draft pick on a yeah. linebacker. Um, but I Who also was the last one? Team. I think it was like Jeremiah Trotter I saw was the last linebacker they drafted. In the first round. In the first round. Because they drafted Jordan Hick. I think Jordan Hick was sense, yeah. third. Yeah, he was a third round. He was a third round. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I need them to actually prioritize linebacker. They need to use a draft pick on one, not just go for an undrafted. Um, but I also need them to do that with a safety uh, just because they, you know, they're moving Jalen Mills over to safety, but he's only here for on a one-year deal. Rodney McLeod's getting a little bit older, and we don't have that clear successor, and I'm not willing to do a, you know, what we did between B Doc and Malcolm, I'm not. I'm not willing to do that again. Like, yeah. I don't want that again. Um, but that's especially if it's a McLeod. I mean, that would make yeah. me upset. So out of all of them, but okay, yeah. So that would be our show for today. Just needed to vent a little bit and also kind of talk about what we would prefer the the Eagles to do tonight uh, for for their next two picks. Thanks for listening to Babes on Broad. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social medias. We have something new coming out soon. So make sure you pay attention to stay tuned for that. Thank you to SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Go birds, I guess. Go birds. Babes on Broad. Hi, we're Visible. We're the wireless company with nothing to hide. Seriously. Hidden fees? We don't have them. Annual contracts? Not our thing. Great wireless on just one line? Now that's more like it. Get unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month. Taxes and fees included. That's right. $25 a month? Every month. Sorry, hidden fees. We're just not that into you. Sometimes the choice is just Visible. Switch today at Visible.com. 
Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com.